And welcome in to DNVR Bets Daily, live from Prop City, live from the DNVR bar. In Denver, we trust. Cool. You know you the know. problem. Uh, and Dre, wow, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a regular shades type of day, but mm. uh, Colin Morikawa <laughs> went out there and brought me 12 units, so uh, oh, no. I bought a new pair of shades. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What do you think of these babies? <laughs> Those are insane. <laughs> I, I wish I could see your reaction, but I can't see a single thing. <laughs> Uh, I'm you can't see through those. I'm blind to anything but W's is truly what it is. When you wear these, all you can see is winnings. And a big shout out to Colin Morikawa for a... Unbelievable. 11.7 unit win for me. Uh, and I think we have the records available, which actually somehow I now have won more units than I have won bets. Thanks to Colin Morikawa and that 12 unit win. You needed Colin Morikawa's... 12 units to surpass me. Yes, I did. But that's because you bet 40 units. things per day. <laughs> hey. But hey, you're winning, so I, you can right. take as many bets as you want. That's right. uh, I, I'm pretty sure I have a migraine right now because of these glasses, <laughs> but you know, I'm committed to the bit, so they're staying on. Um, <laughs> what an seconds. unbelievable finish from Colin Morikawa. That was insane. You know, there's seven guys tied at 10. And Colin Morikawa leaves one short right in the fairway. It looks like, oh, no, he's, this could be the beginning of the end for him. Yep. And he hits the chip of a lifetime, which would have been the lasting image from the tournament if he went on to win from wow. there. Which right, we he... have that chip if you want. Oh, yeah, let's play the chip. I mean, insane. It just insane. miraculous. Here he is. This could have been a five from here, and instead – such touch buckets absolute buckets so again that looks like that's going to be the the deciding factor you know he takes the solo lead from there takes the solo lead all of a sudden your buyouts looking juicy yeah huh? I'm, I'm texting Dre. i'm like dude it's a three to one buyout should i take it and then you're like this is not your rule and i said no when i made that rule i said on anything but golf we can someone find the audio yeah. i want to hear that <laughs> disclaimer in there someone find i it. swear to god i said anything but golf and uh and so then he goes to the 16th tee and hits what I'm calling, and I can't say I've watched every major championship in I history, mean. but I'm calling this the best drive in major championship history. Uh, he that. steps up there with a driver from 294 yards. Well. Let's play it. And he does this. Look at that buttery Just. fade. And from right now, I'm like, oh, my God, that looks like it's going to be really good. I mean, the way it navigates this little channel on the oh. green there and keeps rolling was just insane. From 294 <laughs> yards out with a driver to six feet, buries the putt, and from then on, it was just yep. about over. He Minus gets, 13, yeah, it was done. He's got a two-stroke lead. Paul Casey, I believe, was the closest to him. Paul Casey who, was two really close putts away from amazingly double birding on, you know, 17 and then 18 and actually making this uh, a real thing. But, you know, he just couldn't pull through. Morikawa pulled off those two shots. There's no denying a guy like that. And Paul Casey was your guy. You had got Paul in Casey on Paul Casey in the morning. Uh, yeah. I got in on Morikawa. And... Uh, Paul Casey was never in the solo lead, so while I knew Casey just didn't have it, yeah. seeing how locked in Colin was, 
he was in the lead a couple times, but never in the solo lead to really make the buyout anything more than just my my initial return on investment. So I love our friends over at DraftKings, but they needed to entice me a little bit more to get me to take this buyout. The most it ever got to was three to one on a, on a potential almost twelve unit well, then bet. Call an eagle. And, and they took so over. after he eagled, <laughs> right. there was it no was buyout, which yeah. I found to be interesting. I thought they might try and get me out at you know ten units or something. Right, like we that. should mention you, you your odds boost on that. So oh right, I used the, the DraftKings thirty percent <laughs> odds boost. He's really earned those stupid glasses, those atrocities on his face, dude. Um, the truth about these glasses, <laughs> I ordered these sure after our first ever episode, wow. and they just arrived wow. from China yesterday <laughs> it was Wait. meant to be and when Wait, should we also include that it said chinese toy dolls on the back Allie i grabs was like <laughs> what did you order no no no, no. <laughs> ali grabs this out of the uh, out of the uh mailbox and is like what did you order from china called chinese educational dolls <laughs> i was like ah, i got some learning oh to do God. i don't know what to tell you that's um, but I should have known it was a sign that I was going to have a good reason to, to wear these today when those came in the mail yesterday. Yeah. So insane. anyways, shout out Colin Morikawa. He's done it again. He's basically just trying to help me get a mortgage on a first home. Pretty much. So Pretty much. I appreciate that for him. Because I, mean, I don't even know if he has one because he's only 23 years old. Do you regret not riding Colin Morikawa more in your stretch of brilliance with him until now? Yeah, don't go back to the Friday show where I said that his fade might not play on this course. <laughs> oh. But I, but once I knew oh. it did, I got in on it. You know, I, 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 I watched it. It's, it's kind of like a live bet. Technically, it is a live bet once the tournament has already started. Yeah. But, you know, you watch, you see how things are unfolding. You say, oh, he knows how to hit these shots. And, my God, uh, the, the best two-day finishing score in major championship history. No one had ever shot sub-130. He shoots 129 on Saturday and Sunday. Just absolutely freaking absurd. Okay, absurd. usually in these absurd. climates, we don't talk about anything but Colorado sports for this long, but that deserved yes. it. Uh, yeah. I want to start today, Dre, with DraftKings. Most juicy mm. promo they've done yet for us. And this one's really fun because all you got to do is bet on the Nuggets game. Any bet you make on the Nuggets game contributes. It's called Bump the Bet. And essentially what it is is for every person who puts at least $1 on this game. I mean, if you just have a DraftKings account and you have, you know, you have $10 in there, you're just messing around, you got to do this for us. Yep. Go in and put $1 on the game yeah. and you count towards it. And for every 1,000 bettors... Yeah. that get in on this, it bumps it up a dollar for a bigger free bet. Now, when I saw this promo, I guess I underestimated how many people were getting action out there because I was like, okay, we'll get like a $20, $30 free bet. That'll be cool. We're up. What, what do you do? You have an updated. Uh, we number? are at 53 kids. We're going to get. <laughs> choo -choo. So you bet $1 Let's on go. this game. I mean, uh, yeah, you bet $1 on any market in this game. Props, anything. That's correct. You are going to get a 53 and counting dollar free bet to use on whatever you want we've now, got till 7 p.m 826 more betters off to 54 bucks so let's keep it going guys let's go operation yeah. 100 oh i think we can do it if everyone who's listening right now and later gets in on this we yeah. might be able to get to 100 all my ping pong betters out there all yeah, you degenerates <laughs> let's get in on this DraftKings thing I mean, it's you're just getting a free bet for being a DraftKings member. That's all this is. Yeah, exactly. So, so get in on this uh, and 
if you are going to get on on it, might we recommend our good friend Money Printer Jr.? Mm. Now, the, the quality of opponent has gone up tonight as the Nuggets take on the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh. And because of that, the barrier to entry on a Michael Porter Jr. prop has gone down because they're not as confident in MPJ getting the job done against the long, the long Angeles Lakers because they are very long on defense and his 6'10 uh, height isn't as much of an advantage as it is in a normal game. Mm. But here's what I'm going to tell you, Andre. This man went one for eight from threes the other night. Yep, that's correct. The other day. It's not going to happen again. No. And by the way, when he went one for eight from three, he still scored 23 points. And yeah. had 11 rebounds. And yeah, it took double overtime, but he covered... Two assists. Uh, not just the points, which he covered in regulation, but he covered the points, rebounds, and assists total. He covered everything, Should I believe, but accept. the three three-pointers. Yeah. He's not going one for eight for three tonight. I'm telling you, he's going to hit... Mm. At least three. Okay. The Nuggets are going to need him to shoot some threes because yeah. this game is going to, you know, it's going to have some ups and downs. They need him to score, period. They need him to score. Yeah. So at 18 and a half, yeah. that's once again my favorite. We had a, bit, a great conversation in the DNVR lounge on Saturday morning about Michael Porter Jr. props. And I believe it was points were at 20 and a half and points, rebounds, and assists was at 30 and a half. Am mm -hmm. I correct? Yeah, that sounds right. And I said, hey, look, to get to the 30 and a half, you need 20 points because he's not going to get 18 points, 13 rebounds. I just didn't yeah. see that happening. Yeah. So I feel the same way about this one. 18 and a half points, you kind of need it to hit, to hit the full thing. So I'm going to ride on the 18 and a half. I think he gets this once again fairly easily. You know, we had to stress out last one, and it's the one time we've had to stress out on a Michael Porter Jr. prop. Yeah. And not this time. I believe he, uh, he racks up 18 and a half pretty quickly. Rebound set at eight and a half for MPJ. I like that too. I do too. That that's been maybe the most reliable part of his game. Um, and man, there was a board in that last game where Mason Plumlee gets it and kind of snatches it out of his hands, and I was just, I was incensed. I was so upset about that. Um, but yeah, I like that. You know, I also like Jamal Murray over eighteen and a half. I mean, we know that. Look, the the tall guys are still on the Lakers, but they have lost some guard depth. And while it wasn't always the most efficient, Jamal showed to still have that killer instinct. And that's another guy the Nuggets will need to score regardless. So 18 and a half at minus 122, right around where uh, MPJ's line is set as well. I think that's pretty safe too. Quick update. Uh, my facial recognition on my iPhone doesn't work while I'm wearing <laughs> these, these glasses. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Okay. Rightfully so. Uh, so let's keep going into this Nuggets. Well, do you want to quickly just hit on some things that went down over the weekend yeah, we talked yeah. about the michael porter jr props yeah. um the rockies like we said sweepless in seattle um well i mean yesterday didn't, didn't go so great right uh, but we said you know they're probably not going to get the sweep that's, that's how true. baseball that's works that's true that's true um yeah. so and weird that three losses on the season two have come when herman's been on the mound right I got. Like, I, I have to take yeah, control. Yeah, you got to look at stuff I, on I your I have phone. to be able to see my phone. Yeah. But like, I don't know if you guys can see out there, but like these these little things, these yeah. are all you can see through. Yeah, not many slots to look through. These um, will be saved for special occasions. Yes, yeah, I would say so. Like Colin Morikawa winning his first major at 23. Exactly. Uh, definitely fits. But yeah, back to the Nuggets. One bet that did hit that wouldn't have hit if not for double overtime was the over. I didn't expect that to be as low scoring as it was. It was. It did end up being low scoring. Um, 
especially with Jamal Murray back, I thought it'd be a little more open. Um, but, you know, the, sometimes you, you win a bet just by being lucky. That was kind of a bad beat gone our way. Yeah, was it's a bad beat for underbetters yeah. and a good beat for overbetters. Right. Not a smart bet. It just happened to work out your way. It's kind of, you know, it's a classic bad beat there. So Friday night, I gave out Rockies. We gave out Rockies over three and a half runs. Easiest bet we've ever had. I mean, yeah. Uh, over in minutes. Um, yeah. And I took the under in the first five and that was under four and a half. And that survived as well. And then we had, you had the under on K's for Yusei Kikuchi. Oh, yeah, I did. Right, right. Good call. Yeah. Kikuchi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I, the Mariners pitcher. Yeah. You say Kikuchi. I don't say it. <laughs> um, uh, that one hit. Yeah. And then we, I went back to that well on Saturday, and it hit again. The over, It was actually over four and a half for the Rockies that day. That one oh, hit again. that's right. Yep, yep, yep. And we did not see the uh, one hitter coming from Ryan Castellani and no, Jeff Hoffman that was and that Yancy the one Almonte. They'd lose. Right, right, right. Um, and then Sunday, yeah, I mean, you know, it was a classic Sunday. Yeah. Just didn't have it. Herman couldn't get his K's even though he lasted seven innings. You know, it's a loss for the Rockies. They couldn't get over four and a half. That's another one I had there. Uh, so yeah, an zero and two day on Sunday, but the rest of the way, Avs. What did the Avs do for us? Because I, I won some money on them, even though they lost that game. I guess we lost the over. Yeah, we had the under on that one. And yeah. it was kind of a catch-22 because the Avs are losing 3-2 late. Yeah. And you're thinking, okay, well, if they lose... We uh, hit the under. We but... hit the under. But we had a worst-case scenario happen where they pushed, the, they pushed it over and then also lost. So it would have been better for us if they just lost in regulation. I guess yeah. they do end up getting the point, which didn't really matter anyway. Oh, but what I hit was uh, McKinnon scoring. Oh, my God. So that was did. the big unit prop there. Um, and then was Story to Homer that also hit on the weekend? I think that hit that was Friday. Friday, right. Yeah. So prop those City, two maybe. props kind of helped me survive there. Okay. Yeah. Let's Beautiful. circle back to today. Yes. What do you know about how the Lakers are approaching these games as they've clinched the one seed and don't really have much to play for here. Yeah, but they still need to kind of get com stay competitive. They still need to figure out uh, this guard rotation that they've got. They're, the really important thing with the Lakers is, is LBJ playing or are they resting? It sounds like LBJ is playing in this one. That's important here, but the Nuggets sit here at plus 175. Mm -hmm. And what we've seen... That's gone down since this whole promo started. Oh, right, because yeah. people are getting in and they're just yes. throwing their bet on the Nuggets money line because it's a good value. That's right. What we've seen in the bubble here is that the books are having a hard time projecting how these teams are going to approach it. And yeah. so you had that massive upset of the Nets over the Bucks because the Bucks threw out their B slash C team. Yep. Doesn't sound like the Lakers are going to do that tonight. But I do think there's a scenario here where the Lakers aren't going as all out for this. Now, Dre, we also now know, because the Clippers lost last night, that the two seed is reachable for the Nuggets. What's weird, though, and I know that Michael Malone is aware of this, yeah. is they don't want the two seed. They shouldn't want the two seed. And I don't think Michael Malone 
wants the two seed. Seed doesn't matter. Opponent does, and why you don't want the two seed is the risk of facing the Rockets. The Mavs. Oh, the Mavs. Yes, right, right, right. They're locked into the seventh seed. That's, yeah, no yeah. one wants Luka. You do not want to see Luka. Now, I think the Nuggets are a better basketball team, but absolutely. remember when the Nuggets were a better basketball team than Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and the Young Warriors? <laughs> I remember many of those. And the dynasty was born as they rained threes on our heads for, you know, what was it, only six games? Five games? Five games. Five games. Uh, so that's, yeah, you don't want, you, you just don't want that. You, okay. you know, playoff series bring out crazy things, and you don't want Luka to average like 30, 15, and 14 against you in a seven game series yeah. to lose. Yeah. So I mean, the way the Lakers are playing, who've only won one game in the bubble thus far, they probably don't want a team like the Blazers. You know that oh, the eight seed race is really close too, and I mean that's not the probably. Other they thing. want nothing to do with the Blazers. Who wants anything to do with the Blazers? They're scary as hell, right? Not me. Yeah, because the Lakers are on a historically bad three point shooting stretch right now, and the Blazers are pouring them in. Yeah, and now Dang. the Blazers have the bigs to kind of match up with a team like that. Yeah, I I kind of hope that matchup happens because uh, yeah. I think they can <laughs> at least make the Lakers bleed a little bit. I've got my finger on that eight seed upset, ready to go, Ooh. baby. Yeah, you know that's it. juicy. You know. So, anyways, what I think we've worked ourselves into here is kind of stay away from the money line. I I just don't know if the Nuggets want to win this game. I don't know yeah, if the Lakers yeah. want to win. I don't know what the Nuggets should be saying. Just play for the three. Oh, face yeah. the Jazz. And watch Jokic embarrass Rudy Gobert for five games Thanks and get the out of jazz it. Indeed, yeah. yes. Uh, that's Donovan Mitchell's not going to be hitting 363s to tie the game uh, very often, in my opinion. Uh, hopefully the game plan is actually to defend the three-point line by the time we get to the playoffs, too. And not miss free throws late and all that good stuff. Now, as far as the under goes, the Lakers have scored 92, 86, 97, 111 points. In, uh, in their losses. Um, wow. So not very high scoring. The line here set at 221 with some teams that can be quite streaky shooting right now, especially with the lack of depth in both these backcourts. I kind of like the under. I really like the under yeah. after you got done saying that. Um, you know, the Nuggets have not been shooting lights out from three by any stretch of the mind. Nope. Everyone not named Michael Porter Jr. and including Michael Porter Jr. in the last game, yeah. not making threes. So the under feels great here. Yes. Uh, and some other things that I like here. You said you like Jamal over 18 and a half. Mm-hmm. He should, I mean, should have good matchups throughout. Uh, so you've got that going. And then you... Matchup's so good. We got people pounding the table yeah, over here. I love it. <laughs> and then you have the three-pointer props. Michael Porter Jr. over two and a half at plus 152. And you think that's good? I do. I think there's value there. I guess they don't really have the... They have the length. They don't necessarily have the athletes at that, you know, combo forward or even on the wing to kind of go out and guard MPJ. So I I guess I could buy it. But, man, I've just been burnt too much by these. I don't love the three-point prop, to be honest. Um, And yet it can be resolved. Like The beauty of it is it's that one prop that can be done and dusted like three minutes into the game. That's true. We saw that two games ago. MPJ hit that like midway through the first quarter. Um, And then this one I also like. Nicole Jokic over 34.5 points, rebounds, assists. Um, I think he's going to be – 
I think he's going to be very involved if this is a game that the Nuggets are invested in. Um, he likes these big matchups. I think he'll hit the boards yeah, harder yeah. than you'll normally see him. I think he could you know, pull in 15 rebounds in this game. Uh, and obviously if that happens, this becomes a pretty easy thing to hit. Yeah, as long as they're not down by like 18 midway through the third, Nikola probably plays enough minutes to hit that. I'm with you. I like that a lot. So we go to the, we're going to props because that's how it works for us. I mean, we're proud citizens of Prop City. We are. We We love Prop City. Okay. uh, Second Colorado sports game of the evening is Rockies and Diamondbacks coming back here to Coors Field. And, Dre, they've done it again. They set the over at 11.5. It's 2.5 runs higher than any other matchup in baseball tonight. And you know what the pitching matchup is here? I do. It's an exciting one. Robbie Ray Mm -hmm. versus John Gray. And as I said on the DNVR Broncos podcast today, Ray and Gray keep the bats at bay today. Okay. I, uh... I like it. Yeah, these are, I mean, these are two guys with some really, really special stuff. Problem for Robbie Ray is he misses a ton of bats. I think he's got more uh, Ks than he has inning pitched. But then when he's not missing bats, uh, he's finding seats, finding like loud, loud (laughs) contact. Yeah, finding seats. And that's an issue there for the the Diamondbacks. So I'm maybe just a smidge more skeptical. But I think John's going to continue his progression. I think he's uh, we're going to start seeing him miss a little more bats. This is that a nine point four five ERA? Sure is, and a one point nine five WHIP for Mr. Ray. So uh, yeah, not so great this year. He's also struggled to, you know, the most innings he's gone this season is five against the Strokes. What's so. what are his runs given up in each game? Uh, four. Or, my bad, 3 in 3.2, 5 in 4.2, and then 6 in 5.0. What's crazy about that is even if he does what he's averaging, which is about five runs per game, I still feel good about this. Yeah, the the under still. I still feel good about the under <laughs> because I think John Gray is going to go out there and have a nice day, and maybe the, uh, the Rockies win 6-3. to three. Mm, 6 to 3 sounds just marvelous. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And, I mean, Arizona's been struggling so far this season. So, Right. Uh, Rockies m- minus 139 on the money line. I'd like that, too. Uh, and then you get into the – these home games always suck for the player props. But, um, you know, Nolan Arenado, plus 174 over 1.5 hits. I just don't understand. He's struggling so much. Why is that so – so high are you going under on nolan hits are <laughs> I mean, you doing it the under is minus 230 so no i'm not but oh, it's just yes. interesting to me uh how how they're see how this is kind of working out here charlie blackman over one and a half is plus 161 that feels kind of nice to me uh but i you my rule is i don't Dude. i don't take them when they're over one and a half i only take the the half No, Charlie is too nice to pass up. You've seen Charlie Blackman's stats against lefties? Yeah, what does he hit? Then like 500. Yeah. Yeah. Robbie Ray's a lefty. He's a... Dude, he's plus 161 to go over one and a half. I know. That's incredible value. He's got to get two hits. That's hard. That's all he does is get two hits these days. I mean, he's oh, almost no. batting 500, which is a, basically an average of two hits per game. Yeah, guys. No, I, I think we need to ride Charlie out. Uh, 
right here while we can. You have to. You go ahead. I'm sticking to my rules. Oh, man. No, I, I was struggling to find a good prop in this one. I, I found it. Uh, some other props here. Hold on, hold on. We've got someone asking uh, who do you question. guys got scoring a home run tonight for the Rockies? Who do we have hitting a home run? You know, the value, again, is kind of with the vets. It's Chuck at plus 435, and it's D. Murph. I, man, how great is Daniel Murphy to watch play baseball. He's outstanding. He's but such a goofball. Plus 655? I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of value, like that's for sure. It's if you're going to do it, though, you might as well go home run and team to win. Daniel Murphy plus 1,000. You said it. <laughs> smart. Smart right there. I like it. Um, We'll keep going to that until the, the game where the guy hits a home run and the Rockies lose. And we lose, you know, six yeah. units because yeah, we took that. Yeah, I guess that. that's true. Um. Pitcher to record a win. Oh, Ryan. I said this was a sucker's bet. <laughs> this has yes to hit for you. No, I hit Senzatella on Friday night. Oh, you did. Senza's amazing. Senza plus Senza. 160 oh, on Friday night. It gets better, though, because it's plus 205 for John Gray today. Oh, plus 205. I mean, that's pretty good with, you know, no one's scared by Robbie Ray. So, so there you go. Kind of like that. Uh, Rockies win 6-3. John Gray records a win. Daniel Murphy hits a home run. And everyone uh, everyone cashes in. I think John Gray also Oh, and goes, Charlie Blackman gets two hits. Yes. And I think John Gray goes over 3.5 Ks. They've now set it too low. 3.5 is too easy to hit that over. So go right ahead. Okay, so uh, quickly, official picks here. Mm. Uh, for me, I'm taking the under 11.5 and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and John Gray to record a win. And I will ride with you with the under. I'm taking uh, John Gray under three and a half. Over. Uh, over three and a half Ks. And then Charlie Blackman over one and a half hits. As for the Nuggets, we're going MPJ over 18 and a half. Have to. And eight and a half rebounds for me. And for me. And the under. And the, uh, I don't want to bet the under. It's not oh, fun. That's fine. That's Watch fine. party here tonight. That's fine. I'm not going to sit here cheering against buckets. Hey, no problem. When both teams are cold for long stretches, you'll be texting <laughs> me angrily um, and telling me you should have rode with me. And I would just like to say, if I'm giving out advice here on the show, for me, it's an official pick. That's why I have 98 picks already in two weeks. If I'm giving it out, I'm putting it on my record. I just want you guys to know, you know, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I stand by my word. Uh, others need to qualify with official no. picks. That's just fine. I, for me, my thing is I'm going to talk through everything mm, and then like pick it. out my favorites. I love when we talk things through. Let's give a shout out to our good friends at DraftKings. And then I've got two things two I want to talk through to you, with you. Yes, of course. Good head over to DraftKings Sportsbook now. Use the code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. You can get in on this free bet promo right after you do that. You'll get an extra what going on $60 here uh, for a free bet. Uh so many fun things at DraftKings Sportsbook. All these props, you know, uh, we've, we've actually had to, uh, a listener from overseas today say, man, it sucks, but my sportsbook over here just doesn't have very many props on the Rockies and Nuggets, and it's like, man, that's, that's such a bummer. Yeah. Uh, but here at DraftKings Sportsbook, all sorts of props everywhere all the time, and that's how you end up in Prop City. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, shout-out DraftKings Sportsbook. 
Go over there, get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when you use that code DNVR. Of course, you must be 21 or older, Colorado only. The bonus is comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details, and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. My man just went off off his head on that. I'm very <laughs> impressive. Very impressive, well, I've said it enough. You know, I've got it stored away at this point. As impressive as your record may be. Okay, well, NHL playoffs start. We have our matchup locked in. A lot of us have, uh, you know, have maybe doubled or tripled down on the Avs to win the whole thing. Do you hedge by taking the Coyotes to advance, to go through in the series? I believe that was plus 205 when I checked it yesterday. So for me, no. Too um, early, right? Yeah. Look, the hedge is there. It is. Um, but you're not, I don't know, you're not on your way to money yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, unless you're telling me there's a buyout and we can talk about hedge versus buyout, but I kind of mm-hmm. don't think, uh, even though the Avs are now the odds-on favorite to win the Stanley Cup, um, I doubt you're getting a, a much of a buyout at this point. So for me, I would not. Um, now, if the Avs go up 1-0, 2-0 in the series... It might be mm. worth just seeing what it looks like to sprinkle a little bit on there just right. so you're not coming away completely empty-handed. But I would wait um, until you're, you're a little deeper into the playoffs to start hedging this. Yeah, the hedge really is a value proposition. So it all kind of depends how deep are you in, what kind of value can you get the coyotes at, and uh, comes down to that. But I'm kind of with you. I mean, it's... So you go coyotes, huh? Not coyotes? I could go either way, I suppose. That's how it came out this time around. Um, and then the other is, what's your favorite strategy to use a, a free bet? Now, this was specifically for a $75 free bet. I think it varies depending on the amount. You know, over 50 I like to play it a little safer, though. So that's what's going to be interesting here. And this was a $75 free bet. This is a question yeah. came in from one of our listeners. Yeah. And I think I'm with you here that I would change my strategy on a free bet this large. Because that's a an actual real sum of money right there. Like you right. know, that's going to boon your account. Back to add it to the account and hopefully reinvest it in some smart picks. So what would you do? I would try to find a safe pick. But uh, you well, know, are we I, talking I, minus two hundred where you're giving up half of this thing, or you're saying you're looking for something around one ten that you feel really co- confident in? I'm looking for something I have conviction in. It could be minus a thousand, it could be plus two hundred, but I'm looking at something that I feel pretty certain I'm gonna get that money back to reinvest in more silliness and fun. Now let me just flip this on its head a little bit. Uh-huh. Never, at least for you and I, and I can't speak for all of our listeners yeah. here. Never are you gonna have seventy-five dollars to put on a wild parlay. You know, like you're not. You're not putting a three-way parlay 75 bucks on just an average night. But you can do that here and not feel guilty about it. At least I could. Or you could throw it on a golfer and, you know, try to make a couple thousand dollars here. And then a hedge will come into play. That's where I would advise you as things, as you monitor things, as you monitor the situation, monitor the hedge. Because at some point you'll probably have a 
pretty economical option to hedge and then you can guarantee and that's where we're really trying to get at this point and just getting to a point where we can have some guaranteed income here from this free bet that's what i like yeah that's what i wish i'd done with the free bet i placed on the harrison approved kind of uh parlay and just hedged when i could get the pacers at like plus 700 on a live bet that would have been the smart thing to do yeah, you Don't didn't make realize that same mistake, the Sixers were going to be a hot mess. Some of these teams r- can be really good until they get to the end of the game and they don't have a closer. Mm, they cannot really relate. struggle. Cannot relate at all. No, we have like five. And yeah. just the best one in the NBA. Bull, bull, exactly. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Bull, bull. True. Uh, okay. Anything else you want to talk about from a national perspective tonight? No, we, we've covered too much, Ryan. Okay. We'll, also, we'll save the national for the one game days. Who cares about national games anyway? Yeah, basically just throwing money away on national stuff, so why bother? Yeah, we looked. We're like around 500 on national games and uh, 40 and 12 on Colorado's, on Colorado games. Combined. combined. Over 40 units. 41 some odd imagine units if you just, combined. Imagine if you just had blind faith in Dre and I and you just had bet all 52 of those picks. You're up 40 units right now. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us today on DNVR Bets Daily. Uh, You're welcome for the winners, and we'll see you tomorrow.